We're in the middle of discussing the Kuzari Seder of Tfila. And we got as far as the Bracha Velamashinim and why that follows after the Bracha of Umraicha Leinata Hashem Levadacha. That is that the revelation of the Malchus Hashem, like we discussed, is what's going to destroy the Ra. Just like we said in Shoshana, that the revelation of Hashem's majesty and complete mastery of the whole Bria brings the results of everything bad, everything evil will get disappeared like the smoke. Now there's a tremendous chedesh which you mentioned, so feeling that we get back into the sugya, and that is that normally we think of the bracha of Ramashinim as speaking to Rishayim right now. And even in the present situation we're in in Godus, or even in the circumstances where we don't yet have the ability to experience the Malchus of Hashem, nevertheless we're still asking for the Rishayim to get destroyed. And now we see that where Abidah Levi understood is not like that. He understood that the Brach of Ramashinim is talking about the final eventual destruction of the Rishayim, which is only going to be after Hashem's Malchus is revealed. And if that's the case, what would be the point of davening for it already now? So we understand that the, if the idea is to identify the Mashinim and the Minim and these other splinter groups of Klai Yisrael who attack Klai Yisrael as the enemy, so that itself will have the effect of distancing people from them, even though we're not davening for their destruction presently, we're davening for that to happen when the Geulah eventually comes. And this goes back to the point we were saying before, and that is that Tfilah isn't meant to be a request to punish. Tfilah is an appeal to Hashem's mercy, not to the Medesadin. And therefore, even here, we're not davening for Hashem directly to get punished. What we're davening for is that Hashem should reveal His Malchus, and when that happens automatically, the world will remain with only the Tov because the Ra will disappear, like we brought the Gemara. In the future, Hashem will take the sun out of its sheath. Hashem is also the Ra'atikah and the Rishonim Nidonimba. The Rishonim will get punished by that exposure to the, so to speak, the radiance of the sun. Or in other terms, the Rishonim will get punished by the exposure to that blinding MS. And that's the same thing we davening for the context over here. Now, the next bracha is on a tzaddikim, and as we see also, that uh, that same sun, which will be a source of punishment for the Rishayim, is also going to be a source of salvation for the tzaddikim. And therefore, it's uh, just like we said, that the tzaddikim is rapimba, the tzaddikim is cured or get healed by the exposure to the MS, same thing over here, that that same mouth, the revelation of Hashem's Malchus, which is going to punish the Rishayim, is going to be uh, the source of Brach of the Tzaddikim. And if you ask that the Simsah, the Sainzah Hatav, the Kharaboitchim, Bishim Khabemis, that all those who rely on Hashem should be Zechat to a Sachar Taif, all those who rely on Hashem should be Zechat to their reward. It's like on Shashan, we also say that. All the levels of what we're going to gain from that exposure to the Malchus of Hashem. Afterwards, you should have that Hashem should return the Shekhinah to Yerushalayim and re establish the Malchus of David. This also follows the Nusach of of the Shemun Ezra Rosh Hashanah, where after that we say, V'simlech, Atah Hashem Levadecha, Atah Masecha, V'hartim Mishkan Kpeidecha, V'yishlam Yerkat Shecha. 
seems like there's two stages. There's the revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the Melech, which the whole world will recognize. And then the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, brings the Shekhinah down to Yerushalayim, where the Besamidish will be, and that's going to be the place where that's going to be the place where Hashem's Malchus will be manifest. Don't you ask for as well? That Hashem should return to Yerushalayim and make that the focal point of where the Shekhinah is. And uh, that's, so to speak, not just on the global scale of what all the, the whole world will gain by the revelation of the Shekhinah, but that's our opportunity that it should come back to us. And we say also that uh, when the Shekhinah comes, it's Simcha de Yerecho, Simcha de Arzecho, Yerecho, because we're going to be the ones to be able to host or to be able to connect if one wants the Shekhinah, and therefore the when Hashem decides to reveal Himself again and bring the Shekhinah back down to this world, so we doubt we should be the primary beneficiaries of that. And that is a general summation of all the brachas beforehand. Hashem should accept our That's the brach of Shemei Atfilah. Hashem should hear our tefillahs, accept our tefillahs. And that's what's also brought in the Paiskim, that if a person has anything specific he wants to ask for, now is the time to say it, because the Rakh Shemeatvila is the culmination of all the individual requests we've made. And therefore before we ask the Hashem Shakhtvilas with the opportunity to add in any other twillers, any specific twillers that we want to ask for. So that brings us to the end of the middle section of the Shrana which is the requests that we make for all the things all the various categories we spoke about. The first one being uh, from Das through to Hashem helping us direct the Das to Tarek, to Chuva, to Goela, to Rafur, to Parnasa. The second one is what he calls for Klai Yisrael, and that is the Makabe Tincham of Yisrael, Hashem Sheftenu, which is Hashem will return his Malchus to us, and that will cause the destruction of the Rishayim, and will be the source of the Yeshua for the Tzadikim, and we have Hashem to bring that back to Yerushalayim. And then there's a general bracha of Hashem accepting our requests. And then the last person answering the last three brachas, which are called Haida. But here again, the Guru Levi is a tremendous Khedish for us. And he says, Vistal Samakla, the harvest of Shrina, Ain Ba Ain. Kashahas and Nabim or Khasilam Yatsimitraim. We afterwards we ask and says in Ritai, we should be Zaikha to see the Shrina as it were, Ain Ba Ain with her eyes. Just like the Nabim and the Chassidim, the Yitzchak saw that, which means they were aware of some kind of uh, connection that they could contemplate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to the Shechina, and we ask for the same thing. Where are we asking for that? When we say the words, mm-hmm. and now the question is. Now, so we ask that Hashem should let us see that as well. And there's an obvious question here. And that is, we already daven for Ben Yerushalayim. That Hashem should bring the Shekhinah back to Yerushalayim and rebuild the base of Mikdash. And so why are we asking for this again? Um, why are we asking for this again? In the context of, uh, we should be able to see that. And the focus here is a different focus. That's an important point. And that is that... Even though the Hamas Shkhanasa de Tzion, Hashem will bring the Shkhanah back to Tzion, isn't very different to what you ask of the Nishalayim Ircha Barachabim Toshuf. 
um, which is Hashem should bring, come back to Yishalayim again, but the focus is different. And that is when we're standing in Tefillah, and we start with the Rafa Ritzay, and say Hashem Lekein Vamkh Yisrael Vesfilasam, we're standing in Tefillah, we know we're standing in front of Hashem. We know that the Shekhinah is Bepaneinu, and we're about to invite and bow down to Hashem who's standing in front of us. And we can't see that. We aren't aware of it. And we, like, as opposed to a Navi, who was in some way aware of the fact that he's in the presence of Hashem. He could connect to that. He could behold it. As opposed to the Yeti Mitzrayim, who when they saw Hashem, so to speak, taking them through Yamsuf, it was like it's point and say, Zekali Vayu. And just think, we have Hashem standing in front of us as well. The reason why you can't interrupt somebody davening is because it's the Shekhin is in front of a person and we completely lie to the fact. We aren't on the level. We aren't on the level. And therefore the bracha of Ritzai is Hashem, we know you're standing in front of us. We know that we're davening to you and we ask you to accept our tefillah. Ritzai Hashem Elekeinu. And then we throw in the other, the, 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 so to speak, more the deep down request, and that is, if only we could see. If only we'd be able to, and like, not just know our P, the MS, that Hashem is standing in front of us when we daven, we'd be able to experience that. We'd be able to realize that we only with Melech, and the Melech is standing in front of us and listening to us. It would add so much to our connection to Hashem, it would add so much to our tefillah, that's what we ask for. If it's a chazena if only we'd be able to see that. And we don't think we're going to be in the Vim right now, we aren't on the level. But then at least, at least when Hashem does decide to bring the Gola, then we should be Zaycha to let Nebuah. Then we should be able to perceive and to behold the Shekhinah of Hashem. And therefore, the focus of the Tefillah here isn't on the focus of the Tefillah here isn't on the fact that Hashem will come back to to Yerushalayim, we're already davening for Bani Yerushalayim. But here, the focus of the Tefillah is let us reach or rise to the level where we're able to behold that Shechina. You've already said you're going to come back to Shechina, but we should be able to perceive it, we should be able to connect to it, we should be able to feel it. And understanding of the bracha is that it's not going to happen before Hashem comes brings the Shechina back down to this world, and therefore the request of the bracha, bring back the Shechina so that we'll be able to connect, mistabek, on so much of a deeper level. And that's the Haktama to Moedim, because Moedim is, we go to Mishtachavet, to Hashem is standing in front of us, and Halavai will be able to see that. That's, that's uh, why, why this is the bracha beforehand. And therefore, Vayachshav, Belibu, Shashchinen, Nitzavis, Negdoi. You must think, Hashem is standing in front of me. And then the, the next bracha, Vishtachavet, Onei Chacha. And therefore, I should daven, bend down, so to speak, in gratitude to Hashem, just like in the Beis Hamikdash, when they saw in the Mishkan, when they saw the saw the Shechina come down, they used to be mishtachavet. That says in the Torah, and the first time when the Shechina came down to to the Mizbeach, so everyone bows down. It's always the case. Gideon Shechina is the a person to mishtachavet. It's like someone who's in the presence of a king, and therefore we know we're in the presence of a king, and we we bow down by Moedim. We're bowing down to the Shekhinahs in front of us. And if we It's the thanks and the praise for Hashem's goodness to us. That's why you need to bow down. Now this is the second time we bow down in Shekhinah. We also bow down in the first bracha. And the Pashtas is that the reason he's giving here is the reason for bowing down in the first bracha. We bow down in the first bracha of Shekhinah because we understand that we're entering into the presence of the king. And like we just explained, when a person enters the presence of a king, he has to bow down. 
And if that's the case, that explains the, the Kriya at the beginning of Shemesh, at the beginning of the first bracha. Why are we bowing down again by Moedim? Why are we down again by Moedim? And the answer is Bashat. And that is that the, the Kriya at the beginning of, of Shemesh is that we're entering into the presence of a king. It's like when a person is granted an audience. So when he comes into the throne room, he bows down. But now is a bowing down during Tvela. Which means it's not at, uh, as I'm being allowed into the king's presence. Now it's as part of the Tvela you want to bow. And that's to say thank you to HaKadosh Baruch of all the Tevos. So now that's a, that, that's a, that requires a second Ishtach And then the final Baruch of Asayim Echad Tisharim Sheyach Asim Bakadayi and like the Chazal said many times, the person should leave with Shalom. And there's a Muslim of there for a person's leaving Tvila, it's with Shalom. And the idea of that means is that uh, Shalom doesn't mean goodbye, but the idea of being Yetzir B'Shalom, the Chasim is B'Shalom, is that the way a person, now he's been in the presence of the Shechina, and now the way to, to take leave, so to speak, um, is with Shalom. Uh, that's, the Shalom is the final bracha, just in, like it is in the Berkha's Kainim. And the Musag of Shalom is that it's, uh, again, if the focus of the last three brachas are the fact that a person is over from the and if either the Ritzay, which is a request to be able to perceive it one day, Moedim, which is, the, is being Mishtachavit to the Shechina, it's in front of us because we want to say thank you for everything, and the bracha of Sim Shalom is the request to take leave of the Shechina. One doesn't, if one's standing in front of a king, you don't turn around and walk out. One, so to speak, signals that what he's said is come, he's finished what he wants to say, and then he's given permission to leave. And therefore, the idea of Shalom is that the Tov Beinecha, the Varech Hasamcha Yisrael, the Chalais of Chalashab Yishlemecha, that Akadosh Baruch we've asked for from Apple what he wants, and and our request is that Akadosh Baruch from his point of view, he should be Tov Beinecha. Our request should be favorable in front of Hashem that he would want to bless us and it's like we finish uh, I'm finished what I wanted to say and now I'm asking you that my what I say should find favor and therefore you should want to accept it and then that signifies that the tefillah has come to an end one said what he's needed to say and uh, that's uh, he's able to so to speak stand back and finish the avenue. but that's only part of the point that's the idea of signaling that a person says what he needs to say. Finishing with Shalom is another point as well. And that is, just like we say in the Brach of Sim Shalom, that Shalom is from the point of that, not that someone's going to grant your requests out of, out of compulsion, or out of a desire to get rid of the, the petitioner, but it should be the rational of both of them. What I want is what to, to ask for is what the one I'm asking wants to give. That's Shalom. The Shalom is, is a unity of purpose. There's an agreement between both of us uh, that we both want this. And therefore it should be Tov Beinecha. Just like from our point of view, it's good for us to get. We're asking to get. The Hashem should be happy to give us. Not that you're going to give us, but the Tov Beinecha, the Baruch of Shalom. It should be good to give us. That you should want to give us. should be happy with us and therefore be willing to, to give us out of love. And that's the Baruch of Shalom. That we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give, but from that point of, he wants to as well. Then there's a, then we, then what we want to get, and what he wants to give, are coming from the same place. And that's the Shalom, that's the connection which results from both of them together.